Roper, Williams, and Lee, the Deadly Three, penetrate the secret chambers of an evil island empire. What do you know about Han? He lives like a king on that island, totally self-sufficient. A fortress without walls, protected by an invincible army that needs no ordinary weapons. This is Enter the Dragon, the first martial arts film produced by a major Hollywood studio. John Saxon is Roper. He was in it for the money. U.S. karate champion Jim Kelly as Williams. He was there because he had no choice. Black Belt Hall of Fame undisputed martial arts champion and international film star Bruce Lee. His job was to get them out alive. Welcome to Movies Charles Hasn't Seen, episode 21. My name is Crossman. I'm Wilson. And I'm Charles. And this week we watched the 1973 movie Enter the Dragon. So Charles, tell us about this movie. Alright, so uh, Bruce Lee is a martial arts master and uh, he's tasked by British intelligence to go attend um, a martial arts tournament held on an island um, by a suspected evildoer named Han, um, and uh, he participates in the tournament and snoops around and figures out that Han is involved in drug trafficking and human trafficking, I believe, um, and um, eventually there's a lot of fighting and he beats up Han and busts their operation. Yep. That's the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie doesn't make any sense. Like, like, narratively, it makes sense. No, it doesn't. This movie doesn't make any sense. Like he's on the island. Both it wasn't British intelligence. It was some sort of like private institution that gathers well, information. It was a British sounding dude. And then no, it is British intelligence. Okay, it was not yeah. clear about that. As far yeah. as I could tell. But he's okay. So he's there for that. He's also there because apparently Han's men like killed his sister or something. Yes. He's also there because Han is a traitor to the temple that he attended, and his yeah. master asked him to go there. And he's also there because he needs to bust up his uh, heroin, sex trafficking, murder ring. And it all comes together in this, like, incoherent way. Well, he's there to save another agent. Right, yeah. And there's another agent who, for some reason, can't send a radio message. Uh, Lee. (laughs) No, he's Lee. This way. May Ling. He's very creatively named Lee. Lee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not persuaded he's acting at any point in this movie. <laughs> like, mm. He's just playing a guy by his own name and then just like being a martial arts master yeah. with his actual life. And then he and they can't have any guns on the island because Han doesn't like guns. Because they explained <laughs> a reason yeah. so that martial arts just, would make sense. It's just this. Well, there's been an assassination attempts on Right. Therefore, Han's no lights. guns. And everybody's surrounded listens. by people whose bodies are weapons. Right. It, it's just yeah. totally incoherent. The whole time, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, it's still, it's cool to watch. It's still, like, a fun movie. But if you try to, like, actually, I think, if you try to actually put the plot together in a coherent way, it doesn't make sense. You definitely shouldn't think about the plot of this no, movie. No, yeah. It's a little bad. Let's not uh, alone here, because, like, yeah. as far as I've heard of this movie, it seems, like, so highly regarded. It's fun in, like, an entire, like, genre. I think it's more fascination yeah. with martial arts and all that. Um, and I was watching it, it just, it seemed like a cheap knockoff of a Bond film. Oh yeah, it's definitely a James Bond film. Yeah. yeah. In every respect. Like, the Dude. villain is basically just exactly Dr. No. He even looks exactly like Dr. No. He's got the metal hand. Yep. He's a cat. Yeah, yeah he I mean, he's, yeah. it's the classic Bond trope. Yeah. Yeah. 
This movie's not as good as that. No. Maybe he's the guy who should have been cast as Doctor No, though, because I mean, maybe they cast a white dude as Doctor No. I'm pretty sure and made him look Asian. Asian yeah. This guy looked exactly like yeah. Doctor No, but he's actually Asian. <laughs> That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> and similarly, like weird and menacing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, that, that was my thought as well. Not only this is this just like a James Bond movie, but specifically like Doctor No. Um, well, it's almost like a kung fu parody of yes. James Bond, I yeah. guess, because they have to give the cheesy explanation for why there's no guns and all that, right. and yeah. they have to have a, no a martial arts tournament. Right. That is like they don't explain anything about this tournament. Right? Like, there's no idea like how it's structured, what the prize is, why these people are showing up. Nothing. It's just it, it reminds me of yeah. an animation I made in eighth grade about like, <laughs> car races, <laughs> and the it, I I you basically did, like, set, up, races. I set up the plot by some guy saying. Hey, here's the semifinals of our race. Whoever wins gets a billion dollars. That's the entire setup that, for that. And I have cars racing each other. And that was the whole animation. That's more setup than this yeah. tournament. Yeah. This tournament had even less setup than that. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because this movie spawns like a lot of movies about martial arts tournaments. Oh, yeah. So, like. Well, if you have an actual blood, tournament setup and have it be the focus of the movie, that could be pretty sweet. Yeah, like Bloodsport is essentially this movie. Yeah, as is Mortal Kombat, actually. Like, Mortal Kombat <laughs> steals, like, very liberally from this yeah. movie. Like, the Liu Kang character, like, in Mortal Kombat is Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah he makes yeah. all the sound and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you, yeah. I mean, you can see Bruce, Bruce Lee clones throughout. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So he shows up in anime a lot. Like, uh, Spike Spiegel and Cowboy Bebop is just yeah. Bruce Lee. And, yeah. I mean, all like, the tournament structure shows up in anime all the time, too. Like, it's all over Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball, like, it's just, and then, like, every fighting game ever made is just that structure. Oh, the Bruce Lee dude. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's super you jumped on this movie really quickly. Yeah. Do you not like this movie? No, it's fine. Like, yeah. I had a good time with it. But, yeah. Like, I, it's just so baffling to me every time. I've only seen it a few times, I guess, because yeah. my brain can only handle so much, but, like, <laughs> some of the choices that they make. Did you know this, this all going into this viewing of this movie? Well, I've seen it before. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, like, had you formed this opinion before this viewing. I mean, I watched it pretty casually before, like okay. I wasn't paying attention, but I think any viewing of this movie is going to quickly reveal that there's nothing going on here. <laughs> and so even, even uh, really like their kung fu, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and it is good kung fu, right? Like, Bruce Lee is Yeah, I mean, the martial arts action is, yeah. is sweet. Yeah. I'll it's, give it that. Was it awesome. Bruce Lee, the one that, like, kicks a board out of the air and breaks it? Probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's Not, a, a lot of know. objects get destroyed well, in, in this movie. movie. Yeah. No, I don't think that happened in this movie, but he may have done that. No, no, no. Someone does that in this the, the movie. The white oh. dude to, like, show their prowess and... broke a yeah. board for oh, fun, yeah. and then yeah. Bruce Lee says boards don't hit back. Which is a great yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good line. That's the same guy where they had, he had the video footage of him from somewhere yeah. um, before, <laughs> before the tournament, and he has, like, six boards in a stack, and the guy yes. lights them on fire. <laughs> yeah. Chops them in half. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that might make it easier. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it was that kind of stuff. It's not even, like, totally technically competent. The sound is, oh, they, like, the, the, way the, off. Yeah, Apparently the they didn't thing. bother to record sound no, at all. It reminded me of yeah. um, Fistful of Dollars, right? Like, that's what it looked like Yeah, at the, at the beginning. Is it's, this a uh, thing that, that martial arts movies did, or was it only in this film that it was, like, that bad production value, though? Because it was very obviously dubbed over. Yeah, it, I think um, I think it was, so it's a Hong Kong yeah. movie. Yeah. So, like, they're... I think some of the actors are acting in English. 
not all the actors are though because like yeah. what they're saying what they their mouths are saying is like do not line up that could just be because it's been dubbed <clears throat> poorly yeah um that, that yeah that being said i don't think they recorded sound at all it was it's all dubbed over and sound effects okay. are added later yeah i yeah. think I, for a while in hollywood whenever there was a foreign or a non-english speaking actor they just often delivered their lines in their native language and then they dubbed it over because i yeah. feel like i've seen so many references to this kind of dubbing like, technique you see it in well, like kill bill volume two i think yeah yeah it, uh, it, and like some of the other like martial arts movie parodies like I, yeah, yeah. I think it originally comes from Godzilla, though, because, like, yeah. what happened with Godzilla was Gojira was a movie in Japan. Uh, Godzilla, what they did was they added scenes with American actors, huh. cut them into the movie, and then yeah. redubbed the, the Japanese scene so it made some, like, feel slightly more coherent. Some narrative sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because... The, the, like, ultimate meaning of Godzilla would have been, like, lost on American audiences. So they just, like, made it this monster movie. Yeah. 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 Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. American audiences are not ready for that at all. So. <laughs> but then Godzilla becomes kind of notorious for, like, the the mouths, like, not matching at all yeah. what they're saying. And then we, we get this sort of joke about it. Like, there's Austin Powers See, jokes about stuff he, like that. Yeah. 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 It's all it, it's all over. Um, oh. So I was surprised, especially... On this viewing, the first like half or first hour of the movie or so doesn't have that much Bruce Lee in it. No, it's he's so he's of the one guy of the like, and trying yeah. to establish the characters that they've set up to make you care about them. Well, there's a great yeah. chase scene with That's, what I think is Bruce Lee's sister, which or, is actually like, really well done. Sister, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. They yeah. like run down this hill. She's being chased. She like kicks the shit out of these guys. Right, and, yeah. and, and that that was yeah. might have been the best staged sequence in the movie. Yeah, right, well, it's right. a long shot yeah. of, like, a lot of stunts that are done, like, really well. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I noted that scene as well. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all, it's a lot of really long shots. You can, you can see more of the action in that one, right? Like, it's, it's, the camera's pulled back a little bit more, so there's more bodies in the frame. Yeah. Whereas, if you look at, like, the finale-ish sequence, uh, when he's in the hideout, uh, and you have it as, like, a medium shot, um, Lee, and, like, the enemies enter off-frame. And so it's this open frame uh, that kind of makes it feel a little claustrophobic. Yes. Whereas the closed frame where you can see everything makes it, you can really pick up the geography of it a lot more easily. And yeah. she's amazing. I was like, I want to yeah. see like her movie, yeah. <laughs> Enter the yeah. Dragon. She's like really, really good. Yeah. That, that was. And like believably like kicks the shit out of these guys. It like, was, yeah. It was, the, yeah. it was probably now that I think about it again, like, yeah, probably the best sequence in the movie. Both her and Lee are just amazing because they're so fast. Yes. Like, yes. the film cannot keep up with The human movements. eye can't keep up with it. Literally. Yeah. Like, he's moving faster than you can see. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... You see it here. Like, you, you do and you don't, right? But, <laughs> yeah. you, like, it's happening on screen, right? Like, there aren't any cuts or anything. Yeah. It reminds me of the dancing in, in uh, Sing in the Rain, right? Yeah, so oh, yeah, totally. There. This is... You get to watch it. Yeah. It's actually him actually martial arts. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's why you watch this movie. <laughs> it is. Yeah. 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 I, I make fun of the plotting of this movie because yeah. it's awful. But, like, that's not why anyone's here, obviously. That's not why people watch this movie. Yeah. And in terms of what it, how well it does the things that people are there to see, it knocks out of the park. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. So, one thing that I, I didn't remember being in this movie which I thought was great was the um, 
What's the guy? The two other characters are Zach Williams. and Williams. Something like Williams that. Williams is a character name. The, the, the actor's name is Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not Jim Kelly. <laughs> different, different, different. So Williams is the a part man. of like a black liberation. Yeah, that scene like, where he beats up the cops and steals their yes. car. Yes. Yeah, so, I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's in the TV cut of the movie because okay. I didn't remember that being in the movie at all. Okay. And okay. um amazingly relevant to yes. so like contemporary audiences totally. or yeah a cor- never stop being relevant yeah totally a, modern a corrupt LAPD like tries to get him and just and whips out like a really old school racial slur over and over and over again yeah like man like that was yeah that hell of a scene yeah and he he like yeah that was great I was right. like this is awesome yeah. like why why is this not like that should be a whole movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> I wish like he was like, there's a whole movie around this character. Yeah, he was yeah. my favorite character, I think. Like, yeah, Bruce, he's great. And Bruce Lee is your favorite actor. Like, you do this to see him do stuff. But in terms of the characters, that dude. Yeah, he knocks so out of the park. Dumb. He's yeah. he's so great in the movie. He's yeah. so watchable. Well, And he, he yeah. beats up the cops, and then he takes their car. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. He steals their car. Uh, I love it. That Yeah, that guy. And he when they, like, bring him the harem of women after yeah. their big party he like yeah. selects four or five of them and then apologizes that yeah. he can't take them all because he's too tired yeah it's like just this, this totally absurd bond <laughs> stereotyping yeah oh. yeah he's he's great um what, what's interesting too is it's set in la which is like really tall because it's like he's his he, character is yeah, from, LA. from la yeah and um you know, a worse writer would have, well, not that it's written well, would have put this in the, like, the South or something, sure. right? But yeah. L- L.A. is much more interesting because, like, yeah. the corruption and racial politics are, like, very complex. Yeah. Well, and, probably, and to have it be from there is, yeah, is very interesting. Written by a guy who lives in L.A., right? He probably saw it. And, like, this was his most immediate experience. Yeah. Um, Bruce Lee co-wrote this. Like, he had... Uh, I don't know if he gets a Which credit. Which is probably why it's, like, all over the map. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Know, if he, I don't know if he gets a credit for... Uh, yeah. For the writing, but he did, and yeah. he also did all the choreography um, for yeah. the fight sequences. He didn't direct this one. He did direct some of his earlier movies. Yeah, um, but he apparently had. He was very involved. This is very much a product of, of him. Yeah, it's a Hong Kong action movie. It's, <clears throat> it's not an American film. Well, I um, mean, it is and it isn't, right? Yeah, this was supposed to be his big intro into America, to American audiences, and it was, and yeah. it was, yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, he dies like before that, it comes out. Yeah, it came yeah. out like a week after he died. Yeah, yeah, which is even bummer. Yeah, but it helps the legend, right? Yeah. And, and he died in a really odd way, right? Like, it wasn't on set or doing a martial arts thing. Like, he just... Was it a car accident? I forget. No, um, there, there is some controversy surrounding it. The general consensus seems to be that he had an allergic reaction to some pills and oh. died in his sleep. Gotcha. Uh, that sounds potentially shady. Yes. Uh, so, you know, it was not a violent death, uh, unless you consider poisoning violent death but it probably wasn't bad it sounds like it was an honest goodness just mistake is he just like mixing barbiturates and like alcohol or maybe but the uh it's it's actually that he was just allergic to it and didn't know yeah so it's like it's tragic yeah Yeah. and plausibly nobody's fault yeah apparently um this is one of the first movies where they like really put a marketing package together for it too because they're like let's bring this movie to the U.S. and make it a big thing. So they had all sorts of, like, crazy tie-ins. So they okay. 
they offered like karate classes that were meant as like advertising for this movie and (laughs) other kind of crazy stuff. They had a million dollar marketing budget, which was larger than the budget of the film. That makes Um, perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's a huge financial success too. Yeah. It was like an $850,000 budget on like the $20 million profit or something. Well, it still makes your mind, certainly. Yeah. Oh, it's the Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, it has revivals all the time. Yeah. You can see them in theaters. Uh, Also, uh, a young Jackie Chan appears Mm -hmm. in this movie. He's one of the stuntmen. He's like one of the guards in the, like, factory. Yeah, okay. I think he's the one that really eats it. Yeah, um, and Bruce Lee he, kills him by stamping on him, <laughs> like, which is a common movie. death in this movie. Yes. Getting stamped on, he um, kills him the way the bad guy does. You know? right. I was a little yeah. weird out by that. And apparently, yeah. uh, I was just looking at IMDb. Apparently, Chuck Norris has a credit in this movie too. It says like he's the messenger or something. What? A messenger. Messenger. Okay. Whatever that is. He's not the guy with the cut face, is he? No, no, no. That, that guy looks like Chuck Norris, but no, I think uh, yeah, different guy. This must have been before he was like famous. Yeah, Chuck Norris is kind of legit. Like, he's actually a martial arts master, yeah, yeah, even though he's a terrible actor. Yeah, kind of a terrible guy. And a monster, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess it was <laughs> had some bit role in this movie. Uh, one, of, one of the funniest things out of Conan O'Brien has been the, yes. the unearthing of the... <laughs> Chuck Norris told me I have AIDS. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know where that comes from is because he had a bit where, because uh, they have, like, access to the entire catalog of Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. And he would have this bit where he would pull a lever. Yeah. Walker lever. The Walker lever, yeah. That was the best one. That was the best one. Yeah. One of the things I liked about this movie, and I guess I noticed more on this viewing, is how much of it was shot on location. Um, there aren't that many sets here. It seems like they're actually in these cities. Um, so I don't know how they did that in an $850,000 budget. Yeah, like in Hong Kong. Yeah, right. Um, it looks yeah. great. Like, these these sets look fantastic. They're yeah, they're actually full like... Harbor full yep. of junks. <clears throat> yeah. And they're on a junk, like, yeah. for, a while. for a pretty good portion of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, that really blew me away, um, that they were able to use that space so well, um, especially in the chase sequence. Uh, but... When it I, seems like they just went into neighborhoods and just yeah, kind of shot exactly guerrilla like. style. Yeah, and it worked. Like really well. the the junk neighborhood. Yeah, is yeah. So like it feels pretty. I bet it's just a bunch of kids who are just like standing around. And, yeah, yeah. So does this come as a dog in '95 movie? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, what does that mean? Uh, it's this film movement from '95 uh, that was about like filming real life and like mm-hmm. having natural things occur you just kind of show up and shoot right exactly yeah. um yeah. and so there are a bunch of movies made in that style uh, and there are shows that do like the wire kind of takes from that like yeah, the yes people, no. some of the actors in the wire like actually just people that they found in baltimore yeah i mean yeah. the wire is a little bit more structured than you'd see in most of, of course but like the people the style in it and style takes from that yeah but, yeah, yeah that's that, that is true so yeah i don't know if this movie would count but it has, it has some of that. It would be very early for that. But. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other moment I like to speak of the boats is when he, uh, I guess it's that Scottish guy, yeah. whatever, that sticks on the dinghy and just like yeah. leaves him out in the ocean on a boat that's clearly about to sink. And then they just don't mention him again. Like he never shows up. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets so owned by <laughs> you know, He so does much. show up again. Wait, what? He gets killed like immediately. Yeah. He's the guy he fights against. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. I forgot. Okay. I right. thought he just killed, but he gets defeated like very right. quickly. No, that like giant fight. guy like kind of kills him, right? Right. Yeah. I don't remember who he fought, but I, I know he just <clears> gets wrecked. 
Yeah, you're right. I had forgotten about that. Like he I, makes it as far as the tournament. He, does, he doesn't just drown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, either Williams or Roper kills him or beats him or something like that. Okay. But uh, he's just kind of filler, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was a good gag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. And it was doing a little bit with the character. Asshole. Right. Because, like, the Bruce Lee's whole ethos is the, you know, to fight like the, the pacifist warrior. Right. Yeah. That whole yeah. thing. Like, fight by not fighting. Um, yep. And that was the, you so know, he, metaphor of that. He does a lot of actual fighting. He does a lot of actual fighting. So fighting without fighting is just fighting. Yeah, he obviously doesn't he, believe he in it. He a snake on him, so the <laughs> right. snake does the fighting. Yeah, that was so goofy. Like, he could have just went in there, knocked those two guys out like this, and done his radio thing. But no, he, like, sends a snake in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. No, I'm just, I was just amused that he bagged the snake, and then he kept it with him. <laughs> right. He, he thought I might need able this. To eat this. <laughs> yeah, this is important. That's like a very 70s thing. The only thing this was missing was like like a quicksand. No. <laughs> like there's a few like 70s tropes. Snakes is one of them and uh, yeah. quicksand is another one. You have the guy hanging yeah. over the tank, right? That's how, how Williams dies. Yeah. So he has him over the tank. That you'll see in Bond movies plenty. Although yeah. Bond usually gets out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think you have that stuff all over. And again, pulled straight from James Bond. Yeah. Um, although I think that the Bruce Lee character in this one kind of does like an anti-Bond thing, right? Whereas mm-hmm. he's like motivated by these personal reasons and he quite explicitly refuses to have sex with all these women and he like isn't indulging in all the indulgent stuff that James Bond does. Like, <clears throat> it seems like it's trying to get his shit done. Right, right, yes, exactly. So it, it seems like it's kind of in response to that. Sure. Yeah, it's also like a much more diverse cast. And, sure, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not as you know racist and homophobic. As it's not as jokey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not Bond a is like a sensibly a comedy at the time. Yeah. Yes, this movie is like tries to be serious. Yeah, Sometimes there's like the Williams is like kind of jokey. Yeah, like the, the other two guys are kind of jokey, but Bruce Lee is like very serious. Like, yeah, he doesn't joke around in this movie without a doubt. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's meant to give off kind of like a sort of monk like. Yeah, which he does. Yeah, like, he's the serious. Yeah, that's good. He's the serious yeah. one, relative to the goofy world. Yeah. Whereas in James Bond, it's the goofy character, also in the goofy world. Yeah. <laughs> so. He's also like actually in shape, where like, like no he's kidding. he's yeah. shredded in this movie. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Bond is just kind of like a a goof, like yeah, like he's. He's in shape, but he's not like. <laughs> he's a good shot. That's yeah. Bond is. Like, he yeah. doesn't need to be in shape because he gets to bring guns to his place. He drinks a lot. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which makes me think that. He's actually a drunken master. Right. Yeah. Like, Lee yeah. probably didn't die from alcohol and pills mixing because I bet he didn't drink at all. Probably not. Probably. Yeah. You couldn't, like, maintain <laughs> that, like, body yeah. fat percentage and drink. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that was probably just not part of his diet. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, I think that he, he intentionally is set apart from. Uh, the rest of the people in this movie, um, Roper is also hilarious. I think like that he's just constantly he's That's clearly the has a white guy. Role. Yeah, clearly has a game yeah. problem. Yes, right? <laughs> and that bit at the end where he ends up fighting the really big uh, Bolo. Yeah, that guy. Bolo. Yeah, and like it, it's not possible at all that he would win. Right, like oh no, he'd be destroyed by that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just like takes him out. He's clearly also the worst martial artist of. Oh yeah, but yeah. I mean, Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah, he's not close. Although yeah. apparently that guy started a, like he brought like a lot of martial arts to Hollywood. Like With he had one. his, the I think the white guy he had oh, okay. he had 
Like, he trained, like, actors in martial arts. Okay. Right yeah. yeah. He has a bunch of credits after this. Like, he did a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, Jim Kelly did. They all did, except for Lee, but... <laughs> no, Jim Kelly didn't do that much after this that I saw. Oh, really? Did he? Like, I... Uh, I can pull up the IMDb. Um, Bolo goes on to like play the same character in a bunch of movies. Yeah, yeah. He's this, this giant jacked guy. Yeah, because yeah. uh, nobody else looks like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's so unique in his in his body type. Yeah, like, he has sixteen acting credits, and granted, the most recent one was in two thousand nine uh, for a music video. Really <laughs> <laughs> unique. Uh, yes, but I mean that's not that much for a guy. That's well, he he died in. 2009 or somewhat recently i think okay um, uh he had cancer 2013. i remember reading that yeah yeah but he didn't that's way after Enter the Dragon. <clears throat> yeah he had yeah plenty of time to to build up more credits so he just didn't do that much work yeah after this and, movie. like he did a great job in this one so yeah he was he should have gotten more roles, he, probably. yeah he's he's the best part of the movie yeah well yeah. i mean bruce is the best part of the movie well, but he's the best character yeah he's the best character he's yeah. the best actor in this movie yes yeah. it's probably <laughs> yeah true. yes yeah yeah, because really there aren't that many. These these characters are barely characters, right? Like they're just standards. He's he's able to like make that work, right? Right, right, because he's charming enough. Yeah, the other guy right. is like uh, he has a gambling problem or whatever. Right, and he's kind and of then, just nonchalant about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you're right that like Bruce Lee is just Bruce Lee. He just yeah, comes he's, in. He's like he's not actually. His character Lee. name is Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does he's, Bruce Lee stuff. Yeah. He says all the stuff that Bruce Lee says. Yeah. His life, and yeah, like the. He's like a proto like dare program too. He's like, <laughs> right? Because he's like yeah. a kind of a pacifist and like has this like younger martial artist who he's like oh, trying yeah. to coach. Yeah, briefly. Oh, yeah. He like comes across as like a dare program essentially. <laughs> well, yeah. and that his whole project is to bust up this drug ring, um, and they make. I mean, yeah. it's pointedly heroin and not you know weed. But it's opium, right? <clears throat> opium. But they said heroin earlier, and so it wasn't clear to me that he just. I mean, the two are chemically very similar. So. Yeah, I think yeah. So. It's, very, it's very topical. Yeah, it, it becomes opium once they're in Hong Kong. Um, so what was I saying? So I think that yeah, he does uh, fit into that role as kind of like this straight laced, yeah, guy relative to you know Williams, who's kind of a wise aleck, and Roper, who has. Uh, gambling problem and all these other like people that are indulging in the festivities yeah it felt like it should have had a psa like <laughs> yes no yeah. don't gamble and do drugs kids <laughs> exactly. like exactly. yeah <laughs> like it comes out of that like 80s tv <laughs> thing oh yeah. one of the, the sequences i really liked um probably just next to the chase sequence is the last fight with han at the end of the mirrors like that was that's that actually, iconic that was a pretty yeah famous. that worked really well like that, I think was uh, famous for a reason. Like that, that is effective, um, and just like him breaking all the mirrors and like calling back to the, you know, enemy has a false image or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, they gave it a nice, you know, symbol, but you know, coherent at least, uh, circular, kind of structure. Um, so that, I it was they had the cool. like Chekhov's gun of the spear stuck through the. Yeah, head. yeah, it gets him at the end. <laughs> yeah, hoisted on his own guitar. Yeah. Yeah, his hand is awesome too. The one with the it's four knives. Yes. Yeah, it's Why just straight he... up knives that have been welded together. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and he does look just like Wolverine. He does that. Yeah. Why doesn't he stab him? Like I don't understand. Why he yeah, he has him. his well, full back like... exposed, and he just goes for a slash. Yeah, right. It's like you could uh, snap his spine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he also like he does like do damage to the character. Yeah. Though, which is kind of refreshing. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, yeah. But he does it in a way so that it looks cool. 
Yeah. Like, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it looks you awesome. Totally <laughs> made me stronger. Uh, I, I like that character. I wish there was, like, more to it. Like, because he... Which character? Han? Yeah, Han. Because... Yeah. He had that one good scene that I found extremely foreboding where they're in front of the guillotine and he puts his cat there. Oh, yeah. I thought that scene was really intense, actually. I was really worried <clears throat> yeah. about what was about to happen. And he's got his hand on the lever... Yeah. And then, like, Roper's reaching for the cat to save it. You're not yeah. sure if he's going to, like, Take cut his, hand his hands off, off or something. Because yeah. uh, yeah. you know he's already busted Williams and, mm-hmm. like, stuff is up, right? <laughs> uh, and then he pulls a lever and it's a secret door. Right, which was cute. Well, and then Roper gets that great line. It's like, you have eight lives left when he lets the cat go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty good. I didn't even catch that. The audio yeah, is so bad. Yeah, that's what he said. You have eight lives left. The audio sounds like they recorded it in, like, a tin can or yeah. something. Well, they like, very well may have. Yeah. You're, probably, I, you're right that they dub in so much. I think yeah. I Not that, that we're one, one do uh, I found that one yeah, scene right. more intimidating than, like, any Bond villain scene I remember seeing, actually, for some reason. I mean, you know Bond's going to get out of it. Right? Oh, yeah. Right, like, what you, and you already, like you said, you just saw Williams die, or at least, like, a cat. Yeah, the stakes right. are up that's, in that's the movie, true. that, like, main characters a, can die. You don't have yeah. an actual main character. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is the main character. You, you know he's not going to die. But those other two, who they spend a lot of time right. with, like, they're actually in they're, danger. They're on the table for yeah. death. So, yeah, it would be totally plausible for Roper to die. I think it would be plausible for him to um, switch sides. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, have, you have that point where he gets on the offer and then you don't see Yeah, him he's, again. like, morally very ambiguous. So. Right. Well, they, they all kind of are, except for Bruce except Lee. Except for Bruce Lee. Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they set that up with all of his, you know, gambling. Um, twice. <laughs> but I, going back to the Han character, like, again, like, I wish there was more of that character. Because, like, he, he gets introduced, <laughs> like, he just comes into the scene and yeah. then leaves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you yeah. don't really see him that much either. He, like, joins the tournament doesn't really do much and then he finally like puts on a bear claw like <laughs> well, he does with, some like, things right yeah. like they bust or um some of the guards like get knocked out when yeah you're right first night and he's like these guards have failed that's us. where jackie they chan dies die. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what jackie chan died <laughs> yeah exactly um and he has like bolo kill him yeah, right. he has yeah. Bolo, like, kill all the guards that yeah. are just a weird-looking guy. Like, Bolo? Yeah. He's too buff. Like, Right, well, and his, he has, like, this really spherical head yeah. and, like, kind of a baby face. He's, so. Yeah, he's unbelievably muscular. He looks like, a, yeah, like a really strong baby. <laughs> like, he looks like he's on steroids, but it's yes. almost, like, too early for steroids. Or it's, like, the, early, the very early days of, like, steroids and bodybuilding, so no people idea. are just, like, going nuts <laughs> with it or, yeah. like. Yeah. Well, and that he, he looks yeah. so smooth, right? Like, it's, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, he, I don't know. Just a weird looking dude. Um, but yeah, that scene where he just. I believe that he can stamp on you and kill you. Yes. And that's his, like, move. Yes. Through multiple movies. So he plays the same character in Bloodsport, essentially, okay. and kills people the same way. <laughs> like, as a reference. Awesome. Yeah, it is rad. Like, yes. Because they have the, like, celery sound effect yeah. of, like, go, like. <laughs> That's how they do it. Do they actually yeah. Sell- yeah. Yeah. yeah, celery has such a good like That's crack amazing. to it that yeah. they use it for cracking bones or spines. That's great. Yeah, well, yeah. and Bruce Lee had a bunch of those too. Like he broke many necks or spines in this movie. He's quick to kill people. Yeah, yeah. Like with that jump move and yeah, snapping down. Yeah, and well, with a Bruce snake. Lee, <laughs> I don't think Bruce Lee did that. Bolo did the like Bane back break. Oh no, Bruce Lee definitely. Bruce did Lee does it. Once. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, he did it a few times to the guy with the scar. Yes. Okay. Yeah, which also had one of the coolest moments in this movie where they um, they actually have a slow motion effect on his on his fight, and it works really well. 
Like, yeah, because you, you get to actually see them. Otherwise, see it'd be too fast. <laughs> yeah, you'd see what it's doing. Yeah. And it was, I mean, and it's shot in such a way that, like, it's this profile shot of the two of them. And I, that was that was dynamite. That one worked really well for Although me. That, yeah. that scene seemed a bit strange to me because they had been kind of setting up that, like, resentment and rivalry throughout the entire movie because, you know, they showed the scene with, um, like, getting Bruce Lee's sister killed. Yeah, because and it was that guy. guy. That's where he got a scar. Yeah, um... And then they finally fight, and it's so one-sided. Yeah, like, I, Bruce Lee just kicks the shit out of him, and then kills him, and then he's gone. Like I expected, yes. like you know, a bit more. Yeah, you thought that was going to be the guy, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it seemed like maybe they tried to cram too much into the movie yeah. all at once, and they had to get rid of it in this one scene. And, totally. Yeah. 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 You put the finger on it. That like, <laughs> there's a bunch of characters. It's confusing. Like their motivations are confusing. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's dramatically deficient, right? Like there's there's too yeah. many motivations. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like they thought that you yeah. established character just by throwing a ton of backstory onto the screen and hoping some of it sticks or something right. like that. Right. Yeah. But with, with drama, is really about conflict, right? And you have to yeah. be or you have to be articulating these characters' needs and wants, explaining why they're in conflict with each other or the environment or the person internally. And yeah. like, it doesn't do any of that. It's just like, here's a bunch of stuff. I mean, they gave a very compelling yeah. reason why Bruce Lee would want to seek revenge. It's just, it's not... They gave four. They, <laughs> they gave a few, but that one was yeah. especially convincing. It just didn't feel that well-established anyway, despite it being a very good reason. Yeah, no, because they don't follow up with it at all. It's yeah. not, there's not a moment where it's like, happened. yeah, like, oh, you killed my sister. And and we don't know anything about his relationship with his sister. Like, so. that would have been enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah just like a line. Yeah. Like, just well, it feels like it's a sequel to another movie that, like, we're kind of missing out on, on yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. or like a, a bunch of previously on sequences right in the middle of this movie. because that's why the fast and furious works right or like you <laughs> there's eight of them there's eight of them so you like <laughs> if you just watch the previous no, one you, you have a sense of like the backstory to each of the characters yeah, yeah. i mean well that's kind of the benefit of long form storytelling in general right yeah television benefits from that all the time yes um but yeah if you're making a movie you got to do it all in your hour and a half and you gotta pare it down yep um, and this could have just benefited a lot from like cutting two of the bad guys yeah and just like maybe getting... one of the main characters or, well, yeah. couldn't you have like yeah. the guy with the scar also be the bolo character exactly yeah exactly or for example yeah. or han even like all three of them yeah. could have been han like yeah, yeah. Like, he has his fingers in a lot of pies as it is but yeah yeah i mean there's no reason Literally. that he... yes yeah. Yeah. there's no reason that you couldn't do that and then just spend more time with each of them and give them a fuller psychology yeah he's like more okay because han very clearly at the end of the movie is like very capable as a martial artist yes. and we don't see that really up until then he kills the yeah. williams character but it's kind of like surprising right at right that, at yeah, that I mean, and they reveal that yeah. he actually he's yeah. got a little palpatine moment you realize he can fight right. yeah <laughs> yes yeah. yeah i mean all you get is that bit at the beginning where they talk about oh he trained here and now he's you know a traitor or something uh, and like that's all you have until right until the very end, and they even kind of undercut him a little bit because he they they introduce this idea that he's kind of cheating, right? Because he has the metal hand and yeah. he has the claws and he has the weird bear thing. Like he, <laughs> the bear uh, thing is awesome. I want like more bear. He doesn't really get, he doesn't get to open up with the bear thing enough. Yeah, exactly. He gets like kind of one random just like extra right right, and right. then it gets stuck in a table and, and he gets yeah. the furry yeah. claws. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it, it, you kind of don't see as much of what he's about. Right? Yeah, yeah, which is which is a bummer. Well, he's just like a nasty guy, right? He just like is a drug dealer, and that's like 
oh, okay, right. we get right, but it's, yeah, but he's yeah, also it's like, not like established well enough. But, yeah, like he's yeah. disloyal to his past, right? Like, and and that yeah. they kind of get at with the, the use of his weapons because you see Bruce Lee and Roper and Williams like doing it all with their bodies, and like he needs to bring in this like, extra thing to like even the playing field. Um, so I think that there's some of that that calls back to the beginning of the movie, yeah, um, which is really a pretty conservative ideology, but. Uh, you don't see that much of the character. No, it's unfortunate because it's like a cool, again, it's like a cool character. I want more like Han in this yep. movie, you know. I don't get it. Never spent too much time showing Roper playing golf. Or, <laughs> yeah. or Scar Guy. Yeah. Right, like both yeah. of those could have been movies on their own. Like the, the movie about the, like. The martial golf guy. No, the like wandering martial artist who has a gambling problem and like the mob is after him and he's just trying to kind of be a cool dude. Kung Fu Han Solo. Yeah. yeah, just trying to like live his life as like this laid back California guy. Like that could, that's a movie. Like that could totally work. Yeah. Um, and same thing with Williams, right? Like the uh, Black Panther with Kung Fu training. That's, yeah, that's I, awesome. I, I want to see that movie for <laughs> yeah. sure. That that was like the best part of the movie. Yeah, I'm sure that movie exists. Like, I'm, I just don't know enough about Kung Fu. Black Dynamite, sort of. <laughs> you have that. But, yeah. yeah, but I mean, there, there must be a black exploitation film out there that fits that mold pretty closely. Yeah. And I just, I'm not familiar with that category of film enough to recommend one, but it must be out there. I'm sure it exists, yeah. yeah. I, know, I know that like around this time, so kind of like late 60s, early 70s is when you see action stars starting to do like martial arts like sure. bond starts like karate chopping people so around this these, time yeah Bruce Lee. yeah yeah i mean that's yeah. directly related to this movie yeah um bruce lee is probably the first asian movie star yeah I, I that's one thing i was wondering yeah. is how often uh asian people show up in movies before this point Basically never, and if they well, do, we saw the one guy in King Kong, and that's probably the portrayal of Asian people, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. If they do, it's really minor roles that yeah. are very racist and stereotype, um, or so, people in yellow face yeah. that are bad guys. Do- yeah. Doctor No being that a yeah. good example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when was uh, you only live twice, mate? Because that one had sixty-seven Japanese. Okay, that's later. Wait, no, no, no it's earlier. It's earlier. It's like, yeah. um, but that had actual Japanese people in it. I think. Yeah. And Bond in Yellow Face. Yeah, Bond like in Yellow the Face. The cringiest Bond moment. Yeah. One, one of Jesus a few. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this one, you, I mean, it's a Asian male cast as an Asian male yeah. in a lead role playing the hero part, right? Like, you don't see that much now, right? right. And it, it, I don't know if you see it that much after. Well, what this makes me wonder is how much his role has had really cemented in, like, stereotypes about yep. Asian Asian males because I feel like you know it's a common complaint for people like me that um, whenever Asian males are depicted on the screen it's always just the martial arts master or like you know the math nerd yep. um, and they're always like the very like humorless and business only type mm-hmm. which you is know? Bruce Lee right right yeah. exactly <laughs> it's all based on it's very similar to this Bruce Lee character so I wonder you know well I mean, this is a Hong Kong movie, right? This is made by Asian people, and the it, it's it, somewhat, yeah. It's made by Asian people for an American audience, right? Right, like it was specifically designed to debut in America mm-hmm. and introduce this this guy to America. Yeah. So, like, I but these like Hong Kong action movies become like a big thing in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. Movies they star Asian people and made by Asian people. Mm-hmm. They're great too. <laughs> yeah, Hong Kong action movies are fucking rad, right? right. Uh, but I mean but yeah. they can they obviously can still be filled with 
Marvel stereotypes. Oh, of course. Which yeah. This movie has. Absolutely. Like yeah. there's Orientalism all over in this movie. Yeah. Bruce Lee's entire character is just like a say essay. Like he you mean you made all the points, right? Like he is the He's the noble monk, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like you have I mean, to wonder if the, for Hong Kong film it's just one archetype of character, but then you know, you bring it over here, and that's the only Asian yep. male that people have seen. And now everybody just like exactly typecasts right. Asian males as that kind of character. That's what they are used to seeing because this movie was so popular. Well, both because it's what they're used to seeing, and because it fits into stereotypes yeah. of, of Asian men, right? Like, because it, yeah. it's basically the Asian version of the noble savage, right? Like, that's the yeah, oh yeah, the, totally. the Bruce Lee character here, yeah. and it's so easy to just transport the you know, racist assumption you have about Native Americans onto this other society that you don't understand. And there you go. You have an entire industry. Yeah, see, I thought it was kind of funny. Um, in that scene where they're offering the prostitutes to the contestants, mm -hmm. and, you know, you have the black dude, like, taking out a bunch, and, like, the yeah. white dude grabs Which one. is a black stereotype, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. that's racist. Also that's right. stereotype. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, of course, Bruce Lee is going to, like, not... You know, you, of course, yeah, you saw it coming from a mile away. Right thing, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of funny because I mean, obviously, they're being offered prostitutes, and it's like you know, really immoral or whatever that they're yeah. exploiting these women. Yes, but at the same time, I'm like, why? Why has it always got to be this Asian dude who doesn't get to have any fun? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of pulling me from both ends, I guess. Right. I mean, it can be both racist and sexist at the same time. Right. Yeah. Which it is here. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like that, that scene totally, and just the entire construction of the character and the conceit is, is also, you know, very problematic. Yeah. So like when I was growing up, most of the movies I see that had Asian males in them were just Jackie Chan films. That sure. was basically it. Jackie Chan and Jet Li, they were the only two, yeah. uh, I think. And those, I mean, they play, Jackie Chan gets to be more humor, humorful, mm -hmm. humorous, humorous. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Jet Li was very much the Bruce Lee, like, serious guy all yeah. the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it still remained true that they basically never, like, got the girl in the end, even if they were the lead hero, which was kind of insulting. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, even, I remember, I like, think the third part of this trifecta is, like, B.D. Wong, who's, like, the science math yeah. Asian yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah in sure. every movie. In Jurassic Park and... Uh, right, exactly. Uh, the, SVU. Yeah, the one who replaces the... <laughs> Uh, martial arts expertise with technological expertise. Which yeah. Is, of course, there's another agency. It's always just yeah. the, oh, he's devoted his life to this yep. one craft and he doesn't yep. have time to, like, go out with women. Right. Or develop any skill, interpersonal skills with yeah. anybody. Right. Yeah. It's, that's exactly what it is, this monastic lifestyle. And you can transport that to martial arts. You can transport that to computers, you know, whatever. Um, but it is drawing on the same bad ideas. Yeah. yeah, I think it's unfortunate that, like, other Hong Kong movies don't have, like, the same legacy yeah. here as this movie, because there are some really great ones with, like, pretty complex characters, mm -hmm. and we just, like, don't see them, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I mean, and it's a shame that you, you don't, because there's a lot of really interesting Korean cinema right now that does have a broad range of... Korean cinema is crazy. Crazy good. Uh, crazy, yeah. crazy good. But they... <laughs> yeah. One thing, yeah, of the, so I've seen a lot of, like, Korean horror films, and okay. one thing that's, like, really notable about them is that they don't, like, stick to genre, mm -hmm. like, at all. Yeah. Like, so it's, like, 
one second in the movies a horror movie one second in the movies a comedy then it's a family movie then it's like back to a horror movie mm-hmm. and there's a few that i've seen that so the um uh what is it the train to uh, busan yeah train the to zombie busan. movie yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that one's insane it's yeah. like all across the map genre wise right and then like still like pulls it together yeah like the the, yeah the best movie i saw last year was the handmaiden which was an asian movie and yeah charles you should watch it like it's the it's the asian male lead it's indeed portrayed as desirable and complex and rich and it has asian portrayal it it fills with asian sexuality and asian queer sexuality it's a really complex fascinating movie and it doesn't it was it wasn't even nominated for best foreign language Oscar this year, yeah. and it's a real shame that we're not getting more stuff like that because uh, they're they're out there. I mean, and they're out there and they have high production values. This isn't like some indie film. Like, this is it looks expensive and it is expensive. Like this is something that could definitely play in Cineplexes. Yeah. All we get out of Asia is fucking the Great Wall. Yeah, well, and yeah. Uh, yeah. that's all that reaches us here. Well, that's because yeah. like some Chinese billionaire just poured a ton of <laughs> yeah. money into it. And, yeah. Well, also the. American films are trying to get into the Chinese market because there's so much money there, and the Chinese government yeah. like limits how many American films can do that. Okay, and so I think like as a way of like exchanging films, essentially, like some production company like took the Great Wall and released it here so that they would get like favorable treatment when they're trying to release their movies in okay. China. Okay, um, all sorts of frustrating. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much money to be made, and the Chinese only let like a handful of American films into their box office, which is pure madness. Like, I don't understand why they wouldn't just because they live in a, in a closed <laughs> yeah, economic right. system. Yes, yeah. yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, lots of money uh, left on the table. Yeah, it feels like so. Um, but I think one of the things that we get out of movies like this is like the John Woo movies, which are mm-hmm. awesome. Like yes. those like Hong Kong action movies are insane and right. great. Uh, and you get, even, and they were like really pushing the form at the time to like, like really amping up violence in a way that like American films are not comfortable with. Sure. And so you get people that are just like being chewed up with bullets and stuff Probably like that. And, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that like really pushes the like action yeah. genre in a way. And so like you get John Woo, who's you know in Hong Kong being influenced by movies like this I think yeah. is well, great yeah. and in, in a more modern context you probably straight line from this movie to The Raid um, which definitely had crossover appeal yeah another Southeast Asian yeah, movie following here. I think it's Indonesian um, yeah but and is stolen from very liberally now oh yeah yeah. Well, as it should be. Like, how could you not steal from that movie if you're making yeah. a modern action? Like, we'll all say Dread is just Dread like is a knockoff of it. Yeah. The raid. Have you seen The yeah. Raid, Charles? I have not seen The Raid. You should. It's great. I've heard great things. Yeah. It's really, really good. And it, yeah. it, it makes sense, right? Like, there is, it's a very bare bones plot, but like, you yes. can put the pieces together and have them be something coherent. I think even Mad Max kind of takes a lot from it. From just, the raid? Yeah. Which is like, all right, go. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Just in like, terms yeah. of pace. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I think you like after seeing that movie, like you can't not be influenced by it. It's just like yeah, Max is, or the raid. You mean? The raid, yeah. It's yeah. just if so impactful. Yeah. yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my favorite thing about it is that it opens like the first half of the movie is an action movie, and it's like shootout after shootout, and then they run out of bullets, and then it's a kung fu movie. Yeah. In <laughs> both. No, no, no. They go to knives. Oh, and then, then, it, then they're just like <laughs> taking objects and just like beating each other. Yeah, beating each other yeah. after yeah. knives. Yeah, yeah, that that's a great movie and such a yeah. simple concept, right? Like that, it's you know, cops 
upgrading a giant like hotel apartment complex. Yep. Like, that's it. That's the living room. <laughs> yeah, that's what Dread is. Yeah. 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 Dread's just like taking the character of Dread and just like placing it in this movie right. in, in like yeah. a sci-fi setting. Right. And you, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't have any of that without without enter the writing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the soundtrack in this movie is pretty interesting. It's great. Too. I love yeah, it. <laughs> it takes. I don't remember much of it. It's actually. a bunch of like funk tracks. And stuff oh yeah, like that. it's yeah, funk, but then it's, it's also like traditional Chinese. Yeah, they pull in some of that uh, sounds too. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's are... a very bizarre mix of both. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the funk worked really well for me. Like I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Williams, they have to like amp up this like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I don't know who wrote the soundtrack here, but they did a good job. Yeah, it carries the movie, like, an otherwise, like, insane movie. Like, it kind of, like, helps, like, sew it together. Yeah, well, and yeah. it kind of, I mean, it kind of acknowledges the levity of it, right? Like, this, it's not a heavy soundtrack. It's not, like, you know, big, dramatic, you know, horn section or something. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no timpanis here. Like, no. It, it's, no. It's, a, it's a, you know, light... Uh, funky kind of fun uh, music and it makes it kind of counteracts or balances out Bruce Lee's character who isn't any of that yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, so dour he is, he is I guess he's revenging his sister but well and all those other things that he's doing there yeah, yeah. he's got to break up the island chartering yeah, or something, and win the tournament. I guess. And win the tournament. To <laughs> it's it's like four movies. Yeah, it's. It's Bloodsport, it's a revenge film. Right. It's a Bond film. And then just, I don't know, every other kind of And then just, yeah, every yeah. kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, kind of schizophrenic. Yeah. I, so, when, when I'm, like, going to rent these movies, I always consider not, like, whether or not I will watch the movie again. <laughs> and if so, I'll buy it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you mean again after this going? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I never do that, but, okay. Re- uh, and I'm glad I bought this movie. I was like, I was, I was on the fence, and I was like, Nah, I'm gonna buy this movie. And I watched it. I was like, This movie is awesome. Oh, like seven dollars. Right? No, they're like eleven dollars. Oh, really? Okay. It's like it's four to rent it. I paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's happened more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm pretty happy I bought this movie. I, I like very much enjoyed this movie watching. It's it, a movie. especially yeah. not on TV. I think it's yeah. much better not on. You TV. get that cop scene. Yeah. You get the cop scene. It's a lot more violent than yeah. I remember. Like people get killed in this movie and stabbed. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bloody. Yeah. It is pretty bloody. Yeah. I did not buy this one, but I did. it feels like it would be a good movie that you could just like put on while you're doing something else. Like because even if you sit down and watch it, it doesn't make sense. So no. If you, if yeah. You come into the middle. You just like you hear the loud slaps and you kind of turn. Yeah. It's like oh they're fighting now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I mean, that was pretty awesome. The sound effects. For the yeah. fights were all super oh, yeah. loud. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, it's pretty clear it's not actually what they sound like, but, but it's a good effect yeah, to make it sound more powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It made it feel more impactful, yeah. meaningful. Yeah. Yeah, good, good fully art in this movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Charles, you haven't seen Bloodsport, right? I have not. Bloodsport kind of distills the tournament part of this movie into its own movie. So like, as it probably it should, should right? Like that is yeah. a movie, yeah. Yeah, so it's Jean Claude Van Damme. Bolo's in it. Um, he's like the main bad guy, yeah. and it's just like the 
classic conceit where you invite all the best fighters in the world yeah. to Hong Kong to a secret Mortal tournament. Um, yeah, it's it's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that movie is also great, uh, um, and it's much more streamlined because it's like just the tournament parts. Yeah, well, you, and you, 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 oh, go ahead. Sorry. You see that John Claude Van Damme is like a real master of martial arts and, and still um, working. Still yeah, working. Yeah. Um, and Bolo is like a great like bad guy in the movie because he's like, even then he's like so menacing and weird and, and weird looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. you, can, I mean, you can see that same those same tropes being pulled into Karate Kid, right? Like that movie yeah. ends with the Karate tournament. Like that's what they're building up to. Yeah, I mean, Karate Kid is kind of like the kids' version of yeah, uh, Bloodsport. Yeah, kid is, yeah, it's Bloodsport for kids. It is. <laughs> <laughs> There's an adult in that movie that tells a child to kill another child. Yes. And then he tries <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Charles, have you seen Karate Kid? I have not. Really? All right. No, I have not. We're not talking about Asian stereotypes. Yeah, no kidding. Miyagi is oh, like God, yeah. a bit much. Yeah. Uh, of, of things that have been like said to me or shouted at me, it's always Mr. Miyagi and like requests to do Kung Fu. Jesus. Those are the things I've gotten a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Have you the actually the worst one of the worst like Asian stereotypes movies the original Gremlins? I do not remember that one's that well. super racist. And Mister Miyagi is in it. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, okay. he's like I believe it's him because he sells the the Mogwai in, you know like very Orientalist uh, setting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, he did, this, he did the same thing in Happy Days, right? That character, even though yeah, that movie takes place. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of like terrible portrayals of Asian people. Yes, <laughs> or white people in yellow face. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen Karate Kid. That one also has a lot of Italian stereotypes. So it cuts in both directions. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, sorry, I'm trying to figure out if it is the same person. It's Pat Morita, right? That sounds right. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure he's the same guy in. Gremlins. It's the same character. It's like a racist old Asian character. Right. So yeah, and then he yeah, yeah. he shows up in the sequels to Karate Kid Ups and then Happy Days as well. Yeah. So yeah, he gets his money's worth for filling out the Asian stereotypes. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. And Charles, what did you think of this movie? Did you enjoy it? Um, I was pretty lukewarm about it. I would say. Okay. Um, because I mean, the aforementioned like plot and character development issues really stood out to me because <laughs> um, like you know i've seen enough james bond films and this just felt like you know kind of a worse version of those and even a lot of those like especially the entire stretch of like 70s and 80s bond films i just feel very mediocre and medium about yeah um but you've seen most of them right like most you've seen of the bond a lot films of bond I've seen. yeah okay. and this just seemed like a worse version of those and at that rate i'd rather see you know I prefer gun action to hand-to-hand -hand action, and you know, since this movie is based around the entire premise of hand-to-hand -hand martial arts, no guns, um, no guns on the island, less compelling to me. Yeah. You know? So, um, so I guess in that respect, it didn't have either good plot and character or like especially appealing action to my tastes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're not in it for Bruce Lee doing awesome martial arts stuff, like this movie really doesn't land. Right. That's and kind like, of all it has to offer. It's very obvious that it's yeah. impressive and awesome. It just, right. I don't find it as interesting as, you know, like I said, gun combat. Yeah. So it's just kind of my aesthetic taste, I guess. All right, man. 
I thought the raid. Yeah, yeah you would really like the raid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm pretty close to that. I think I like the, the martial arts more than you do. Yeah. I think it's just cool to see people like, actually doing the thing on screen. Um, but yeah, narratively, this movie is... It's bonkers. It's such a mess. Yeah. Like, I, I'm kind of willing to go along for the ride like, and just kind of <laughs> know that it's gibberish. But uh, yeah, it, it would keep me com- from coming back to it that often, I think. I'll, I'm ready to watch this movie well, again know, tonight. You, you yeah. <laughs> yeah. This So, I mean, no, I didn't hate it. Um, I'm glad I watched it. Uh, it. It had been several years since I've seen it, but it'll probably be another several years before I put it out again. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Where, where else you're going to watch it this weekend, right? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. As soon as you get home. Yeah. yeah that sounded yeah. like you weren't joking. Yeah. I, I had a very good time watching this movie. I, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Okay, right on. I, I knew that I like like this movie, but I I think just like kind of seeing the stuff that I hadn't seen before, probably because I'd only seen on TV. Right. Um, I was like, ah, this movie is like way better than I thought. Yeah, I, I, think I, th- I think the Williams character is actually what brought me into it more. Yeah. It's yeah. such a great character. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see because I'm almost yeah. certain that like. The Black Panther version of this movie exists. So yeah, we got to find it because I bet it's awesome. If there is a listener out there that yeah, is aware yeah, of that yeah. movie, please tell us. Yeah, and we'll we'll all watch it for the show. Like, that sounds like <laughs> yeah. it would be awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I want to watch that movie. Whatever yeah, it is. yeah, starring that guy. So, well, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't exist. Exists, but, but, someone but yeah, he's awesome. Nice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, what an impressive afro too. We didn't mention that, but yes, it's <laughs> perfect. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, so it's yeah. like. A, Sphere goes, like, goes right with the soundtrack. Looks like the eight ball. Yeah, yeah. He's such an interesting origin story. Just like that he's a bunch of cops. No, not just that. But he's he's in like a uh, clearly like black only like martial arts yeah. studio. Yeah, and yeah, it's somewhere in L. A. Somewhere in L. A. It's <laughs> like damn, this is awesome. I want to like know this character. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So that's a, a, a sideways slam. Yeah, sorry, I guess so. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a medium. Okay. Medium. Yeah, and I've, I'm trending more towards up than, than Charles is, but uh, I'm not going to watch it again this week. I think, yeah, it exceeded my expectations. Okay, solid. Yeah. Okay, so um, we did a poll a couple weeks ago, where we, and then as a result, we watched The Breakfast Club. It yeah. was a success. We're going to do it again. Yes. Um, so, we've been going round and round on Coen Brothers movies. Yes. Uh, what, which one, what three did we land on? So we landed on Fargo, or The Big Lebowski, or Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. So that'll be our next user poll on Facebook. Right, so yeah, look for it on Facebook. Um, it will be there, same place we post all of our episodes. Vote for which one you like best. I predict Big Lebowski, but feel free to surprise me, because all those movies are great. <laughs> I think Fargo could give it a run for its money. See, I, I, I think Fargo is going to be third. I think it'll be uh, Oh Brother, Big Lebowski. In a tight race. Okay. At best. If Big Lebowski doesn't run away with it. All right. All right. But in the meantime, we have another movie to watch. Um, I think it's my pick. It is. My pick is The Graduate. We're going to watch The right. Graduate. Ooh, you're beating me to it. No, were you going to pick it? I. It was on my list, yeah. Okay. It was on, we have all the same list. Yeah, I know. We have the same <laughs> list. But I, I thought it would have paired well with um, Brick. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um yeah. I thought about doing it back-to-back, but they're, I think they're so similar that I decided not to do that. Yeah, I think this so. is a better movie than Brick. Um, but uh, yeah, I this, mean, is this is like well, better than most movies. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is an important American film. Yeah, so uh, yeah. It, this all is right. an all-timer. It's great. If you don't like it, I'll be very disappointed. So okay. you better like it, Charles. I'll make sure to like it. Okay. Do you like Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah, that'll help a lot. Uh, 
<laughs> you may not like this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun here. All right, everybody. Um, graduate next week. Thanks for listening. See you then. Hey, everybody. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can help us reach a larger audience by rating and reviewing it on iTunes. It only takes a minute and makes a big difference. Thanks, and enjoy the episode.